0: Let's talk about, you know, the weather. It's just not warming up. It's not spring-like. And we've got a lot of homeless people in the city of Toronto. We've got an ongoing shelter problem that, you know, the mayor is constantly trying to address. And the Toronto General Hospital um, received some backlash over... And here's a new term you should become uh, uh, familiar with. It's hostile architecture. And it is uh, basically hostile architecture is architecture that is made to um, keep people from making themselves comfortable in, you know, public places. So if you picture a park bench, remember how park benches you could sprawl out on, have a little nap? No, now they've got armrests sectioning off the seats like you're taking a bus, right? That's hostile architecture. And it's meant to make it the place uncomfortable for people to hang around for long periods of time. There are a lot of homeless people out on the roads. Uh, A lot of people like to sleep over, well, I use like... I guess if you're homeless, prefer to sleep over event where you might get some hot air blowing up to keep you warm. I don't think anybody likes sleeping out on the street, uh, but that's an entirely different story. So the Toronto General Hospital is uh, experiencing some backlash because they installed a grate outside their Gerrard Street emergency room entrance. Uh, and it's been there for about a week. They took it down yesterday and apologized for it. But it made it n- next to impossible for sleeping across the vent. It, to, to give you an idea, because when I first heard this story, I'm like, what, what does that grate look like? Is it spiky? That does seem extreme. But it's not. It, do you, you know those mitten warmers that you buy? They're plastic and you put them over top of your heating vent at home?
1: Yeah, yes. it's like a wavy. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's what they looked like. And they were made of metal. So it was kind of, uh, you know, like a a large version of a mitten warmer. Yeah, it it looks sort of like a a metal garden on top of this grate. So Mm -hmm. there's no laying on top of that. Yeah, so some guy's walking to school, and he's a computer programmer. Maybe he's not walking to school. I guess he's he's done school because he's 34. Maybe not. Who knows? He's walking to school, and he is on his way, or walking to work, on his way to work last week, tweets this out. And he's saying architecture that dominates against an already marginalized population is the laziest way to address the issue of homelessness. And if we as a public provider, a health provider, resort to doing this, what kind of example are we setting? So the reason why the Toronto General Hospital originally installed the bars was because of high traffic around the emergency room entrance. This is according to the star that talked to them and said, as well as the presence of discarded needles and garbage around the emergency entrance to the hospital. Wednesday afternoon, they apologized, they took down the grading, and they said, we created the impression that we are unfeeling and unconcerned about the need of the homelessness. Of course, this isn't true. The people at our hospital are kind, compassionate, and provide daily care for people who don't have a home. And they promised in a statement to work with staff of the hospital's emergency department to see if there's anything more that Toronto General Hospital could do to provide further aid to homeless people. Here is the uh, spokesperson, Jill Howard.
1: We certainly don't see ourselves as an uncaring or non-compassionate. Uh, we're a hospital and we take care of people. And certainly, I would say probably the people sleeping on the Great ward are known to the uh, staff in the emergency department.
0: Yeah. Alyssa Freeman joins the show right now. She's public relations strategist and PR expert. Alyssa, I immediately thought of you when I read this story today because I think Toronto General Hospital is getting a bad rap for this.
1: What's interesting about this, Kelly, is that this has all resulted from citizen journalism. Mm. This is some guy walking on his way to work and happens to see it, takes a picture and tweets it out. And then he starts to get a little bit of traction. And I think he himself phoned the hospital to try and get a response. And the traction he received was from such notables as Andre Picard, who may have retweeted what he said. So we all know that Andre but- Picard, the health columnist from the Globe and Mail, hugely, hugely influential. So, when you start to gain traction and it's just not one guy complaining with one tweet who might have a very small following, then any institution, no matter how small or how extremely large, such as the university health network, has to take notice.
0: Did they handle it correctly, taking the grate off of the uh, the vent?
1: Oh, absolutely. You know, the people who work in that department, and I have worked with some of them before, you know, they're professionals. And, you know, who knows even if they had known that that great structure was put there in the first place. Sometimes when you're working in the comms department, a large organization, you know, you get these things that are, you know, you get a call about 4 p.m. on a Tuesday and it's like, you know, when all hell breaks loose. So I felt that their response was quick. They showed action. They didn't say, okay, we're going to study it, and then we'll tell you what we'll do. They went down, and they removed the structure.
0: So hostile architecture... It's all over the city. In this case, um, it could be, I think, and they said it was safety-based. And I believe that. This is an emergency room. You know, it's around an emergency room entrance, which, you know, this would be safe for both homeless people and emergent patients if you didn't have people sleeping there or, you know, wandering around there if they've just shot up, right? I mean, to me, it's a safety-based decision. And it's not that I'm callous and I don't feel for homeless people, because I do think there are ways to help these people. Um, but, it, you know, is this a warning to other businesses? that are thinking of you know employing the strategy of hostile architecture because they they don't want people outside their business
1: well you know first of all the term I find is fascinating and it says exactly what it is hostile architecture i you know I love that far as insofar as a term that everybody can understand as soon as you hear it. Mm. And I think you're absolutely right. Businesses are going to have to take notice of this because if you're doing, you're contemplating something that is going to disadvantage an already disadvantaged population, you're going to have to wear that if people don't like it. So I I do like what has come out of this um, issue is that you know, people are going to start to work with, um, you know, anti-poverty and other coalitions that deal with homeless people in order to solve these types of problems.
0: But should that be up to the staff in the hospital's emergency department? I mean, I think most people would say I'd like them to be focusing on the patients that come in. I understand
1: that. And, And, you know, this is sort of a bit of a tempest in a teapot that you know, brood when nobody was looking because of one person's tweet. And, you know, while you can look at all the morality of this on, on either side of the, of the post here, Kelly, Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, people are going to have to think, all right, we don't like this homeless problem around us. Should we proactively do it? Or what should we do? We should consult with the community on this. And you always err on the side of consulting with the community, because in case somebody, is some issue blows up, you can always have that as part of your narrative to rest on.
0: I really appreciate your time today, Alyssa. As always, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. I I, uh, I always look forward to Tuesdays on the Oakley show because I know you're on the panel when I fill in. So, oh, thank you. Thanks so much for being here. Okay. Bye-bye. Cheers. That's Alyssa Freeman. She's a public relations strategist and a PR expert, and you can hear her on the Oakley show on Tuesday at about five fifteen every Tuesday afternoon.